0: Greetings, Minecrafters, and welcome to another, uh, hopefully delightful conversation, Minecraft conversation. Uh, my name is Kimberly Quinn, and I'm really excited to talk about praise and blame are all the same, and even rhymes, praise and blame are all the same, and the inspiration today is coming from Richard Carlson, I, I've, uh, you know, used him before when, t- our uh, you know when, when having discussions with all of you and today i'm out on my deck we got a little giovanni out here it's a gorgeous day and just thinking about this and, and when i look first read this little piece richard carlson Remember, is the author of the don't sweat the small stuff series there's a lot of these books and they're small they're little tiny like books and they're usually they're like a i would say like a page and a half which makes them you know, really work well for if you want to read something uplifting during the day. And it's, again, they don't sweat the small stuff, but they're all different. Like ones with money, ones with family, blah blah blah. I think this is the original one. But anyway, the praise and blame are all the same. I like that because they're talking about approval seeking. You know, seeking external approval and. So I, I kind of just... This one, I guess I shouldn't say I chose it. It chose me because when I'm just reading stuff, all of a sudden I get this light bulb that goes on. And, well, that's a good topic. So I really can't take the credit for that. It's kind of just happened. So anyway, um, when I read this, then Wayne Dyer came into my head. And you know that I'm a huge fan of, of Wayne. Sadly, he left us too soon. But he's one of the... He's also a good friend of Oprah and I. He also didn't know. But um, anyway, he's loaded. Absolutely loaded with wisdom. And I also really... Like him because his voice, when I listen to him in the, in the on the podcasts and the way in to Champlain, and it's like a massage. His voice is so incredibly soothing. So anyway, he does a lot of talking about the whole approval thing and how the people who get the most approval are the people who don't care, and that's ironic and that's the truth. The minute we stop caring, Abraham Mix talks about that a lot too. In general, the minute we stop caring about whatever it is, it's kind of like it, you know, falls into place. We stop caring about external approval it's more apt to come to us it's just how it works and of course the other thing I like how they're saying praise and blame are all the same because no matter what you know one is positive and one's negative right here's the thing though whether it's positive or negative positive praise negative blame right we are still existing outside of our frame and if I don't know if you've ever watched the the video podcast where I actually use a picture frame uh, because we that's our frame of authenticity. We're born as little babies into our own little baby frames. And anything out that outside of that frame is not an extension of us. It doesn't work like that. So in our little baby frames, we're swimming in our own authenticity. We inherently love ourselves. We, we inherently are compassionate with ourselves and others. We inherently know that we are cherished and invited to the party. We inherently know when we're toddlers we can stick our hand in anybody's bag of 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 cheddar goldfish and it would be okay. It's just how it works. So when we get roped into praise and blame, we are being yanked out of our frame. And that's just such an important conversation to have. So we're not saying on the positive end, it doesn't feel good to get praise. It doesn't feel good to have approval. Of course it does. The difference is that the authentic self doesn't need it and definitely doesn't go seeking it out. So let's start out here with uh, Richard says... Praise and blame are all the same. One of the most unavoidable life lessons is having to deal with disapproval of others. Because it hurts, right? That's me saying that. Praise and blame are all the same is a fancy way of reminding yourself of the old cliche that you'll never be able to please all of the people all of the time. I love that because people pleasing we know is of the ego. Remember that? The ego is the evil twin of the authentic self. So when somebody's walking around feeling authentic riding their high vibe frisbee high vibe disc you know being you know feeling all the fullness and completeness of who they are they don't give a fat rat's ass about pleasing anyone just how it is so then he goes on to say even in a landslide election victory in which a candidate secures 55 percent of the vote he or she or they is left with 45 percent of the population that wishes someone else were the winner pretty humbling isn't it so I like how he uses that sort of political example. It's kind of no matter what you do, you know, you're gonna have a prickly somewhere. And and I know that. And I had it just yesterday actually. I don't get it very often. I wouldn't say he was prickly, because I gotta really take that back. He was not he was not prickly. He just sort of was um, very insistent upon his question, which I actually thanked him because it pushed me to think outside the box and box and grow a little bit. So I wanna I don't he was absolutely not prickly. Um, but we tend to focus on that more than the other 49 people who said all these good things to you. And again, he really wasn't prickly. I got to make sure I take that back. It, but he, but he was. It went on for a bit, you know. And I know that my my good friend Dr. Dave has talked about when he's done presentations. He's done. He's a kind of a globetrotter. He's done big, big, big things in front of thousands of people. So he said it's all too human, and he's aware of it that when he's done talks and you know again let's say it's a thousand people 999 say good things one person gets up and leaves and you tend to focus on that person that person could have been headed to the restroom like you don't know but we naturally are inclined to kind of think that way and focus on that and then he says our approval rating from family friends and the people we work with isn't likely to be much higher the truth is everyone has their own set of ideas with which to evaluate life and our ideas don't always match those of other people. For some reason, however, most of us struggle against this inevitable fact. We get angry, hurt, or otherwise frustrated when people reject our ideas, tell us no, or give us some other form of disapproval. It's so, because here's the thing, disapproval is uncomfortable. We don't like it. We want to not feel that way, right? And we're wired to feel included. So if the disapproval sort of has this um additional you know str- it has additional strings with it that that have us feeling left out of some way and left out I don't mean necessarily of a friends group or work group uh but all but left out of a uh, of of feeling right like the rest of the group all agrees and we feel left out in that way so there's a disapproval I mean think of some of the big ones like the recent You know, a lot of the anti-vaxxers are saying that they got vax shamed, you know, and there's all politics or there's all kinds of um, ways we can feel left out or snubbed that aren't necessarily being, you know, left out of a a friend's group or maybe even a conversation. So uh, Richard goes on to say the sooner we accept the the inevitable dilemma of not being able to win the approval of everyone we meet the easier our lives will become. And again, here's the thing. Getting the approval of everyone we meet, just like like my my, my dear friend, Dr. Dave, who's just, you know, he's actually my professional mentor. We actually call him Yoda because he's loaded with wisdom. He's turning 79 in a couple weeks, actually. He's just one of the best people I've ever met in my whole life. So anyway, mentor-wise, remember when I was just starting to do presentations about I don't know, 20 years ago, I guess. And he said, he talked, told me about that story when one person walked out and he had the other 999 or, or said nothing but only said positive things. And I'm like, wow, if even you can feel like you felt that way, you know, it kind of gave me permission to have that, that moment of feeling like what's up with this, you know, just kind of questioning things. And that's human, that's human. So we need to do when we're kind of residing in that, Place of uncomfortability with any sort of perceived disapproval. Right? Again, that person in his talk could have been going to the bathroom. No one, you know, he said that. And who knows? They could have. They could have been diabetic and had to go check their blood sugar level. Who knows? But when we're in that, in that place of feeling the discomfort of of disapproval, to realize that that all belongs outside our own frame, because when we get wrapped up in that, it's basically saying what. What that person thinks of me is more important than what I think of me. And that's self-abandonment. And there is nothing you can do that's worse to yourself than that, emotionally speaking, okay? That's self-abandonment, which can obviously in a bigger, be on a bigger level than what we're talking about. But abandoning oneself is, is just is the worst thing. So then when he says, when you, when you expect it to be dished out your share of disapproval instead of struggling against this fact, develop a helpful perspective to assist your life journey like that's just what we're saying here reside in your own frame if they don't like me that's their problem not mine okay and also remember that people all of us are the actors you know they're the main characters on our own stage and we wrote the script so whatever they're saying to you is about them not you anyway and so then I'll bring Don Miguel Ruiz into this author of the four agreements and I, I love his work I'm really a fan out of the four of them, my favorite agreement is don't take things personally because we got to remember that whatever was said to you, the cause of disapproval, feeling is about them, not you, anyway. And one of the, and the negative emotions are the easiest to project, obviously, because especially shame, because it's the heaviest of the negative emotions that there is. So people might want to, you know, even those in your family, you know, even friends on occasion, throw that stuff you know up against you because it's too just too too excruciating for them to hang on to so there are a million reasons to not let it in and to realize it it, within your own frame is your own authentic self all of it and nothing going on outside your frame has to do with you so then he says uh rather than feeling rejected by disapproval you can remind yourself oh here it is again that's okay you can learn to be pleasantly surprised, even grateful, when you receive the approval you're hoping for. You can learn to be pleasantly surprised, even grateful, when you receive the approval you're looking for, or hope, sorry, I says hoping for. And again, Wayne Dyer talks about feeling good, you know? Um, he, we, we liked, those of us on the authentic journey, of course we enjoy feeling good, and at this presentation yesterday, loads of people said uh, really nice things. And it felt good. The difference is, again, we don't go looking for it. It's just kind of like the sauce on the Sunday or the icing on the cake. You know, just focus on the cake. And if the icing shows up, okay. Sauce on the Sunday, great. Little whipped cream, good. But we don't go looking for it or need it. That is, that is sort of the main, the main thing. So then he says, um, I find that there are many days when I experience both praise and blame. Someone will hire me to speak and someone else won't want to. One phone call delivers good news, another announces a new issue to deal with, or that's his life, right? One of my children is happy with my behavior, the other struggles against it. Anybody who has teenagers, this is me piping in, knows that. Someone says what a nice guy I am, someone else thinks I'm selfish because I didn't return the phone call. This back and forth, good and bad, approval and disapproval is part of everyone's life. This is so important in general. We, it's so important for us to get because we can get so wrapped up in our heads. Like, I'm the only one who's been disapproved of. I'm the only one who's been disappointed. I'm the only one who got snarked today. No, you're not. No, you're not. In fact, I just had a conversation with a good friend of mine yesterday who was experiencing a little bit of the same things that I was experiencing with a particular individual. I thought it was only me. right? <laughs> it's not like a huge big story there, but uh, it's not. It's So obviously the person has something you know, going on in their, in their, you know, lives and situation for that to be going on. And it just really helps in a, in, in a bigger picture to realize that we're not the only ones that have felt anything. It's all been felt before all of it, even though it's in different contexts. We all know what, you know, we've all experienced all these emotions, just maybe in different contexts. So he says that the back and forth, good and bad, approval and disapproval is a part of everyone's life. I'm the first to admit that I always prefer approval over disapproval. Well, who doesn't, right? It feels better than it. It feels better, and it's certainly easier to deal with. The more the more content I've become, however, the less I depend on it for my sense of well-being. Because you can't. I mean, you can, but remember this too. Wayne Dyer talks a lot about this. Remember the frame thing. Picture yourself right now as you're listening in your own frame. Okay. If we have any of our needs outside the frame. Even if it's food needs or whatever needs, if we have our need, if our self-esteem needs are outside of our frame, that means we are very uncomfortable, maybe even incapacitated without them, because we are putting the control outside of us to get our needs met. Think of that. Think of that if we had to ask somebody every single time we wanted to eat something. Think about that as a seasoned adults, not the same as being one, okay? Think of that. And just like you know, our self esteem and self worth—that's all outside the frame. We got to be dependent on other people liking us and all the and checking all the boxes at work or home or whatever, so that we can feel good about ourselves. That means we are absolutely um, in in a place of um, just you know, uh, we put we've compromised ourselves in in a way, self abandonment once again, and put ourselves into a place we can't be happy and content without the approval of other people. that what we call that codependency. But we want to reel that in and keep those needs within your own frame. With your own frame. Okay, so there we go. Praise and blame are all the same. Stay within your own frame. I could do like a rap song about that. Okay, this is Kimberly Quinn signing off from my beautiful backyard in Northern Vermont. Have a mindful day.